fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, 800-998-1003. So to chime into the conversation. Coming up this hour, we'll hear from Brian, who's probably a mile high out west. Get it? Because in Denver now, formerly Brian in the uh, we'll take more of your phone calls. That's it. I'm only having a guest an hour. I think uh, today's a good day to chit-chat and have different discussion here as well, based off of our question of the day, which we'll get into in a quick second. Lee, I see you on hold, and some more lines are ringing here as well, so we'll get to everybody's phone call throughout our conversation here. Uh, after I tell you about DraftKings, it's live in Louisiana, mobile sports betting. Uh, how much fun have you been having if you've tried it? And, of course, it's live and in time for the big game. Right now, you can place a bet in Louisiana with DraftKings Sportsbook without leaving the comfort of your couch, right? Just pick up your phone, your tablet, you name it, you can do so. So they're giving you customers a special offer you don't want to miss. Bet $5 or more on any of the playoff games, like the big game, with uh, and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. Very easy. Also, you want to try the same game parlays. My neighbor across the street almost had 800 Doing a parlay, but the 49ers lost. Uh, it's real easy. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. And don't forget DraftKings. Safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit or withdraw your cash whenever you want. Go download the app. Use the code LaRose. And you can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 or more and win 280 in free bets. If your team wins, that promo code, of course, is LaRose. Jordan, go on over the uh, question of the day, and then we'll get to Lee. Yeah, question of the day is simple. With Sean Payton stepping down, does your view at the quarterback position change? You could comment at ESPN Radio NOLA over on Twitter or call in 800-998-1003. We can discuss also what Ken was trying to say there, saying go find the best coach available. I'm just saying if it's a defensive-minded coach, which is my, my thing with Brian Flores, why not stay with the guy that you already have in your defense already plays for and has had success? I understand he's been a head coach. You know, again, Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, those are two names that pop immediately to your mind. Multiple jobs where they didn't win at first because the situation may not be right. Like, I guarantee you, if Dennis Allen's the head coach of the Saints, he'll win more than whatever many games he won with the Raiders. It's a better, it's, it's more stable. You have better players. It's a better team. Patrick, you're on the on-deck circle. Lee, you're up to the plate. What you got for us today on this rainy Thursday? Hello, Lee? Uh, sports app. Yeah, can you hear me? I can. can yeah, I'm enjoying the, the sports app. I'm enjoying them, man. I, not just draft teams, but the other ones as well. All the free money that they're giving out, man, I'm up big time. Oh, <laughs> Lee, 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 Lee's Lee, big pimp. Awesome. The parlays are awesome, dude. And, and, and I'm telling you, it, it's, it's why not? I mean, all you got to do is make your little, make your little small deposit. You know, I think I might have made a hundred dollar deposit between all the apps, and I'm up almost a thousand bucks. So, just saying, it, it's easy. It's easy if once you learn, you know, once you learn what, what everything is, parlays, uh, teasers, you, you learn the different terminology and what it means, and you see it's more fun playing the parlays than just playing straight up. Straight up is cool if you you know you bet big money on the straight up because that's you know it's almost a sure thing with the straight up, but. 
on the parlays, you can bet less and win more. And that's what makes them cool. That's what makes it fun. But the, to the reason I call, the reason I call is simple. Um, I had people ask me, well, you think now you think the Saints will touch Brian, Brian Flores with a 10-foot pole? I said, I, and I answered it simple. I said, look, if the Saints wanted to hire Brian Flores, they would. Do you think the Saints care about what the league thinks? Of all teams, the Saints don't give two craps about what, what they, the Shield thinks, especially the way they treated us. You think we care about what the good L think about Brian Flores? No. And, and, and Actually, many already, Saints fans on social media are, are hoping that Flores is hired because of that, to be honest with you. That's what I've seen, to be honest. Yeah. So, no. So I, I'm, I'm saying all that to say this. If they go with Brian Flores, they think there's going to be some some contingencies already worked out as far as like, okay, uh, you focus on the defense. Um, you know, Dennis Allen may or may not still be here, but I think Dennis Allen getting the job. I'm saying all I have to say this. I think Dennis Allen is the choice. He has to be the choice simply because if you have any chance at all, I'm still thinking about Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. If you have any chance at all, I don't want those guys. You want to keep that offense intact, and, you know, Sean Payton could be like, hey, look, I ain't there no more, but, hey, man, Pete Carmichael, you in good hands with him. You know what I'm saying? So you think you got to think about it from those terms of, okay, the decision, that's what I'm saying. I hate to be Mickey Loomis right now. Because you got to think about all those decisions. Okay, do I really want to go after a Russell Wilson? So if I do that, I need to make Dennis Allen my head coach and promote, promote Carmichael to OC. I'm just saying, you know, you got these are things you got that are probably going through his mind. It might not be going through his mind, but it's the things going through our minds. Like, okay, what you do if you if you're, uh, you know, if you're, you know, Mickey Loomis, and you want, you still want to get a big name quarterback in here. You can't, you can't change your offense. Lee, let me ask you, you this, and then I got to get to Patrick here. But let me ask you this: uh, Nick Underhill, New Orleans, that football, and Sean kind of. Also saying Sean Fazan for Fox State, they could be another candidate um, that could be, you know, interviewed. Who would you want that to be? We haven't seen a name yet. I, would it be Eric B. Enemy? Like, who Who would you like to see the Saints or a report on Twitter or somebody say the Saints plan to interview this person? Well, I'm going to tell you, my fantastic three, I'm going to give you my, my top three coaches I think it um, should be. D.A., Dennis Allen, number one. Uh, number two, you still got the same thing. If you bring in Aaron Glenn, you bring him back. Nobody's going to touch the offense. And or or if you don't want to hire one of those guys, you hire Pete Carmichael and let him let him do. I'm just I'm just like this, Gus. Keep the band together, man. Don't break up the band. I mean, we had 58 starters do last year. We won nine games. Chew on that for a minute. We had. 58 starters last year and won nine games. That's why I'm trying and to tell you, and I know a lot of it had to do with Sean Payton. I get that. But it also had to do with that staff that kept everybody together, the leadership, the captains, the talent. And that's why I, I said it this morning on, on Scott Prather's show. 2022 NFC South champion, your New Orleans Saints. Jordan, I'm already sticky noted right now, even though you're not here. I'm telling you, Lee, I got to get to Patrick, buddy. Thank you for the phone call, man. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Before we get to Patrick, Jordan, real quickly, who of the names that we haven't heard yet, okay, who who, who would you want to be this mystery candidate to be? Who who would you, who do you want to see the Saints high um, interview that you haven't heard? 
I mean, I, I, I mean, the you, we already said Dennis Allen. This is my only one that I really want. Okay, but but I I'm just said, saying it. I mean, Nick uh, Underhill uh, saying that uh, one uh, other candidate. Who would you want that one other candidate to be? Just to have a conversation. Let me just throw out that Bill Belichick. Just throw it out. There. Okay, that's all the time we have for Jordan the Inter. Bill Belichick, really? Okay. Anyway, Patrick, do you have something better than Bill Belichick in the Patriots? You said anything? Anyway. Come on, man. That doesn't currently have a job. Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Let's see how that Vikings thing went. Poor Jim. Did you see that? The reports, Patrick, he showed up thinking he was going to be offered the job. They ended the conversation, said, all right, we'll get back to you. <laughs> then he went back and told Michigan he wanted to stay. Uh, Patrick, how are you today, bud? Good. How are you doing? Doing well, man. What you got? Hey, I don't, I don't get the doom. And, I, I called last week, and, you know, I think in, in a good way, it was, it, 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 it's a good thing. It was time for Sean to go. Um, I think – I don't understand what, why people are panicked about this. Have, have have any of the Saints' assistants left? Have they quit? Do you know of? No, no, none, none that I know of. No. Okay, so the smartest thing in the world to do is just give Dennis Allen the job, keep the staff together, and it's a good thing in a way that Sean's out of there because he had too much power. You know. I'm sure. I'm sure Mickey wasn't, you know, picking those number one draft picks. They busted, you, you know, giving up multiple picks to get someone, falling in love with players. And so, if if you bring in, if you keep Dennis Allen, you know that that gives that that department a, a little more power. And you go out and you, and you do you have don't blow it up. Taysom Hill seven and two as a starter. You know, if, if if you're lucky enough to find a quarterback out there, so be it. But you, you have to pay off the credit cards that you've been running up for ten years. I, I don't I don't understand what the sports announcers. I mean, ha- half of them don't remember what it was like to lose be, being a Saints fan in the seventies. And then I could, the rest of these people but have no idea what they're talking about. I'll tell you about. what, it didn't even need the 70s. I remember working over there at WWE. We couldn't give away right. tickets. We could not give away tickets, Patrick. Right. I remember that. Pre-Sean. <laughs> there was a brief moment with Hazlitt. Right. And, uh, you know, when Aaron hey, Brooks look, Aaron Brooks looked like the second coming. And then, um, and then you know what happened. So anyway, um, Patrick, I want to get the general view real quick before our break. Uh, let's wrap it up real quick. What's your final thought? You no, know, I'm just saying, Sean was the perfect fit at the perfect time. Okay, I and got you. he deserves all the, all the credit he gets. It's time to move on. Patrick, thank you for the phone call, man. Stay dry, buddy. We'll see you over in Metairie. There's a little break right now between bands. You got another line coming here in a little bit. General D, got about four minutes before we have to hit the break. What you got? Well, good afternoon. Thanks for letting me get a chance to get on my mind here about the Saints, but uh. To Patrick's points, you know, I don't know, man. I, I totally disagree. If Peyton wanted to sign up for another year, I mean, doing backflips, because I do think that we all are close to having success. I mean, we basically piecemeal the season together with a bunch of guys off the street at times and almost made the playoffs if the team that's the favorite to win the Super Bowl just takes care of business in the last week. So this whole narrative that, the, the, like, it's time for Sean Payton to move on and you know, we, we need to do this, do that. You can't have it both ways. Sean Payton moves on. That sucks. But in the same hand, 
the, the culture in the locker room is there. This team is a defensive team now. So what we need to do is continue with that momentum of putting the guy that was in charge of the defense in place as the leader of the team. And then you can go and find a guy that can come in and be an offensive coordinator or a quarterback coach that you think's up and coming. But actually, you have Carmichael in the building. And then the second point about who the QB is going to be, I mean, I, I kind of with Sean Kazan. You go out there and make some, some swings at some guys that you think are young, that you want to take a shot on, and you go with the bridge quarterback. The guy that's still repping St. Pier and the guy that was 5-2 and two until he you know, got his knee blown out with an illegal tackle is Jameis Winston. And he's not going to have a whole lot of suitors on the market because of the fact that he did have erratic play when he was in Tampa. Although the guy seems to have grown up and seems to have cut down on his turnovers in his decision-making. Yes, he did throw the one up in the air. The oh, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that, and it was a touchdown. But from the overall standpoint, managing the game, making some throws that Drew no longer can make, changes this defense, changes this offense. And the last point I'm going to make is the fact that I agree with you, Gus, that if we get a receiver in the draft, be it that it's a second-round guy or whatever it is, that upgrades this, this receiving core and Michael Thomas comes back, now the guys that had to become first receivers against the best corner can go back to their natural position of being a third-round guy, third third receiver exactly. who was an undrafted guy in, exactly. in Callaway. So, and in the matchup nightmare with having a small receiver in the slot, you've seen that a bunch of these teams. That's been the, the secret sauce. So, you know, Harris will be playing that role perfectly, and I think that that can, can, can help. So solidify your line. And the narrative that Sean Payton didn't hit on first-round picks is absurd. That is absurd. The fact that um, Davenport got hurt and, and he gave up the two picks to get him, people forget that when you gave up two picks, you still got a player in the spot. So you were really giving away one pick because you couldn't go sign a guy like Davenport in the street. And I tell you right now, if they don't lock Davenport up, there's no way they could re-sign him off somebody else's team, a guy that gave the production that he did. I'm very excited about the upcoming season, but this off-season evaluation is going to be crucial. And I said it once before that the Jeff Ireland in the building, keeping the band together, the player evaluation that he was giving from a scouting standpoint is what made this team successful. And you look at the, the picks that they had last year, Paulson Adebo, um, the, 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 the linebacker, uh, that was something that really has stepped up and allowed us to have some flexibility. So you put a quarterback that's a guy that is not going to command a huge salary, you can get yourself right on some of the things that had to happen in regards to this so-called salary cap hell that we're in. But every year, if we need to go get somebody, they seem to find a dollar. So, uh, you know, that's all I got to say. But I'm excited about that. And the last thing I'm going to talk about is the Pelicans. I, I really am, am pleased in some of the, the growth that the Pelicans have made. And the fact that they finally gave Trey Murphy some minutes, I was ecstatic. And the kid came out and produced. So that, I don't understand. Me too, since I bought his that, jersey that, five that months ago after Summer League. I have that. We need some TM three minutes. Um, I'm with you, man. Uh, give me a call back tomorrow or later next week as we get closer to the trade deadline because I want to know what you would do, General D, uh, in terms of trades. Would you make Hayes, Nikhil available? Is everyone available but B.I.? Like, I just, I love to get into that, but I got to hit the break, man. I'll start diving into it for you, Gus, but I was the guy that was on Trey Murphy when he wanted to beat the Pelicans cookie, so uh, I'm, I'm the Trey Murphy guy all the way. But, yeah, I, I have a couple of ideas what we can do in trade. So have a great afternoon, and uh, thanks for taking my call. 
Thank you, man. Appreciate the phone call. Jordan, any final words before you drive on up to school, bud? I don't know. Everyone that's listening, I would go to YouTube and, and I would search NFL mic'd up champion, uh, AFC, oh, NFC championship I got some game. sound. We'll play some of that. Joe Burrow was mic'd up in the Bengals. Uh, pretty spectacular. I'll play that, I promise, coming up this hour here in the show. Thank you, Jordan. Adios, sir. See you guys later. Stay yeah. safe out there. See you in the studio tomorrow. Uh, quick break. We come back. Randy, I see you are on the phone. We'll come to you. And also, Brian was a mile high out west. We'll give his opinions here as well as the sports hangover in ESPN New Orleans. The cleanup continues from the recent storms, and we want you to know that nobody can get a metal roof or metal building to you faster than Reed's Metals in Brookhaven. For all your metal building components, Reed's Metals has it all in stock. Roll-up doors, insulation, skylights, purlins, and more. Our metal building frames are American-made steel, all put together by certified welders. Metal buildings and everything you need with quick delivery, too. When you call Reed's Metals in Brookhaven, 601-823-6516 or online at reedsmetals.com. I was surprised. I was definitely surprised. Yep, we had no idea. Totally surprised. Um, can you say jaw drop? Who knew? State Farm with these great rates? The surprise everyone's talking about is the surprisingly great rates for home and auto insurance from State Farm, especially when you combine them. When you want the real deal, call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today. 985-632-0988. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. from your bank, open a Cajun Pride checking account at State Bank and Trust Company and enjoy the benefits. Unlimited check writing, overdraft protection, online banking, mobile banking, debit card, ID theft assistance, safe deposit box discounts, prescription drug discounts, shopping, travel, entertainment discounts, and much more. Call or come in for more information about applicable fees and terms. State Bank and Trust Company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. State Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the major league. Now back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengau. Ryan is probably a mile high. West coming up at the bottom of the hour, 800-998-1003. If you'd like to chime into the conversation as we've been having a little fun today, stay dry. Another line is on its way, especially, unfortunately, around drive time, late afternoon when you're picking up the kitties and stuff. So just be careful. And then tomorrow going to be brr, chilly with it. 30s, like, and that's that's your high. Um, but at least the rain will finally go away. Randy, thank you for giving us a call here on the Sports Hangover. How are you today? Thank you for having me, Gus. I'm doing great. I just want to say that uh, <clears throat> I predict Dennis Allen to be your new head coach. Okay. Obviously, if he takes the position, you got to fill his position as a defensive coordinator. So, with that said, he would have to have somebody that thinks like him to keep that defense intact. Pete Carmichael on the offense. Uh, Jameis Winston will stay your quarterback. And maybe if we can land OBJ in free agency, 
uh, our wide receiving core be good and we'll be back to the playoffs. I think Chris Richard gets elevated. I mean, that's, that, that to me would make a lot of sense, right? Secondary coach came, he, he was the D, got the DC over there in, in Seattle. That's your defensive coordinator. He was your secondary coach under Dennis Allen. That makes fun. That makes sense. Or, or Ryan Nielsen, who was the associate head coach. Um, but to me, I think Richard would make a, a ton of sense as your, as your D coordinator to me, right? So yeah, you, you kind of. All, all, all this quarterback controversy. I mean, Jameis Winston proved to, to everyone that he changed and he was becoming a good quarterback under good tutelage. And don't forget Drew Brees. He worked under Drew Brees for a while. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think he's a smart quarterback now. I think he could lead the Saints to the playoffs. I think he's our guy. Taysom Hill would stay in the uh, Army Swiss Knife role, as you would say. And, you know, we add one receiver in free agency, and we'll be good to go. I hear you. Thank you, Randy. Appreciate the phone call, buddy. Stay safe out there. Thanks. Yep, for sure. Let's bring in Mr. Brian, the enemy, over there, uh, mile high out west. Sir, is it snowing or is it raining? What, what, what's it like in your neck of the woods? Where are you, by the way? I am actually in Nebraska right now, in <laughs> Route to Colorado. So uh, I'm actually, you know, driving my way to the snow. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I hear you. Well, stay safe there, man, in them trucks there, buddy. Uh, in the meantime, let's discuss a couple of things that are going on. In particular, your neck of the woods, your new home over there in Denver. They're looking for a head coach. Um, wh- what are you hearing over there from the local reporters? That's pretty much been settled. It, it's the Packers offensive coordinator, uh, Nathaniel Hackett. He's the guy now. They'll, they'll try to build the staff around that in hopes of trying to lower throw Rogan. I'm sorry, uh, Aaron Rodgers, to uh, make sure that he's you know, a, a part of the Denver Broncos moving right. forward because they have already made defense. They've made the same mistake pretty much, you know, over and over again. They keep trying to bring in these guys that, that aren't qualified to coach what they need. They need offense. They tried it with Josh McDaniels, wasn't ready, didn't happen. They tried it with Vic Fangio, didn't happen. They tried it with Van Joseph, didn't happen. I mean, you got lucky with the Peyton Manning situation, but they're trying to duplicate that now. Great defense, just get a quarterback who can't screw it up, and you'll be fine. Teddy, you mentioned a quarterback that can't screw it up. Panthers wanted him as a starter. He lasted a year under Matt Rule. Now, again, it's Matt Rule, who I absolutely think is going to surprise everyone and take a quarterback with the pick in the top ten. Anyway, um, Denver went that route, and they look like they're ready to move on. What's the feeling in Denver on Teddy? Yeah, Teddy's done. And he was done last year. You know, there was a little bit of controversy after he threw a, had a turnover on whether or not he truly hustled to, you know, kind of make up for it. And I think at that moment they were kind of sold that, you know, Teddy was not their guy. They need to get somebody else. They tried to go to Drew Locke. That didn't work. So I, at this point, I mean, if they can't land, a, you know, an elite quarterback like an Aaron Rodgers, I think there will be a team that's going to try to trade into the top half of the draft, maybe go after uh, Pickett over there from Pittsburgh. But, they need a quarterback, and I mean, it's pretty much been the story of the Denver Broncos. John Elway, Peyton Manning, that's about the two guys that they only named. Everybody else is just somebody in between. And that's kind of where the Saints are going to be. Before I ask you that, that decision there, look, the, the names are out there, right? It's Peterson, Brian Flores interviewed, Dennis Allen, Darren Rizzi are next, Aaron Glenn was yesterday, and Nick Underhill, New Orleans.Football says likely one more candidate. So let's just start there. Who would you like to see the Saints interview that hasn't been named? Who would you like to be that one other candidate? Well, I think it's pretty certain. I think amongst all Saints fans, Eric Bieniemy is the name that comes up the most considering what he's done in Kansas City. I think Byron Leftwich would be another guy that, you know, deservingly so, 
should get a, at least an interview or at least a shot to get to be a head coach. I, I, those two guys are the first two names that come to mind. The guy who I thought the Saints try to make a play for already has a job now with the New York Giants, and that's Brian Dable, former uh, Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator. I kind of thought he would do a good job. Those are the three guys who I thought should have gotten their interview outside of the guys that are already there. Brian Dable now is a head coach, so if not if, if not Eric Bieniemy or Byron Leftwich, I don't see anybody else worthy of it, and I think Mike Zimmer's going to probably settle somewhere into a defensive coordinator role this coming year or take a year off, do some TV, and then come back. Hmm. All right, so of the names that have gotten interviews, who would you like to see the next Saints head coach be? Uh, right now, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm, I'm kind of sold on the ice cream, man, Doug Peterson. I, I think that's my guy right now. I think it's, it's going to be hard for a first-time coordinator, first-time head coach to kind of take over the reins and follow in the footsteps of Sean Payton. I think that would be a little bit too much of a for even Dennis Allen. Hmm. But the continuity makes sense in that situation. Doug Peterson already won a Super Bowl, so he's used to the big life price days. He's going to be following Sean Payton, which is not that big of a deal because he also can boast the fact that he's a Super Bowl champion. So True. I think you take a little bit of the pressure off because he's not maybe a, a, a Pete Carmichael or maybe a first-time coordinator like an Aaron Glenn trying to get that job, following in the footsteps of Sean Payton. And you already have a ready-made team that should win a Super Bowl. The defense is ready. You add a few pieces on offense, mainly quarterback, and you're pretty much right in the thick of things, especially the NFC South. And, Gus, as you and I both know, the easiest way to make the playoffs is to do what? Win the division. Win your division. So you're with me. You agree. I've already named the Saints as the division winners next year. Absolutely. I think with that defense and with the holes that other teams have amongst the division, I think they're the front runner if they can settle the quarterback situation. And, of course, solidify the interior of the O-line, which under Sean Payton, you would think wouldn't be a weakness because that has been a strength of his almost his entire tenure. I want to ask you this because you brought up Peterson, and the more I think about it, man, you know what? I I, I like that. I, I The continuity thing makes a ton of sense, and, and I know it would probably be awkward since Dennis Allen wants the job. I mean, it'd be up to him to resign and all that stuff. But, look, you're pretty much set on that side of the football I need somebody that kind of has a little Sean in him, right? Going for that two-point play against the Patriots. Let me go over the roster with what he won the Super Bowl with. Carson Wentz. Okay, we can argue back or forth what other quarterback can you go get. A running back like Aaron Blunt or Alvin Kamara? Oh, yeah, I take Alvin Kamara every time. Okay. Nelson Aguilar uh, and Alshon Jeffrey and Torrey Smith were his receivers. You're getting Michael Thomas back. You have a, a draft stock full of them. Free agency looks good at receiver. And all of a sudden, Marquez Callaway, Deontay Harris are your third and fourth package receivers as opposed to number one receivers. All of a sudden, I kind of like that. You? Absolutely. And I think there's another name that might be on the free agent market very soon. Uh, I think Jarvis Landry is going to get cut by the Cleveland Browns, and they have 15 million reasons to do so. Wouldn't be a bad idea to take a look at him as a 1A to Michael Thomas 1. Yeah, no doubt. They had that tight end, Zach Ertz, and he played really well. That's a position maybe you can upgrade here a little bit. But my point is, man, Peterson, they won 13 games with that roster, you know? That yeah, and he also won a Super Bowl after his starting quarterback went down. Right. So, I, I look, the more I think about it, I, I would be, I think, it, it, to your point, having had that experience, having built the team, working in that environment in Philly with that media, it's nowhere near what it will be over here as well. So, I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of think it'll be interesting to sort of see. Let me ask you this, because you like to read into things like I do, or maybe sometimes you can decipher like I do. What do you make of Mickey Loomis unable to verbalize Sean Payton's time here in New Orleans now a week later for a second time after being asked? I, I take it almost like, 
I think he was a bit surprised that this happened. Maybe taken aback. Maybe he's like, well, if I knew you were doing this, I maybe wouldn't have done certain moves. And he, I, I, I just, I, I don't know if it's bitter feelings. I don't, I, I just, it, it just comes across very weird that you can't for 20 seconds say he was great. We have the most wins that we've had as a franchise. He's a good friend. It's going to be different in the building. Just something like that. Like he couldn't verbalize that. Don't you find that strange? I do, and I also the way I took it as I think he, I think everybody in that building is still in shock that he because I mean I heard Miss Gill say it, that she thought Sean would come back. We've heard Mickey say he, you know basically I, I I still feel a little bit caught off guard by the fact that he's gone. And not to mention that when you look at the team, it's not like Sean Payton to not tell his team his, you know his team his guys. Hey, you know what? I'm going to step away for a year. I think the entire situation is a little bit weird when it comes to how Sean left. And not to mention that, but. For lack of a better way of saying it, you left the team in shambles. No yep. quarterback. Interior yep. of the offensive line is yep. kind of, you know, basic, not even the interior. The offensive line. Teron Armstead, question mark. Andres Pete, question mark. Cesar Ruiz, question mark. What's going to happen with Ram? Does he play right side or left side? Question mark. That's not like Sean Payton. You, you only have one wide receiver we can actually name that legitimate wide receiver NFL level. Right. That's Michael Thomas. Right. He's finally kind of looks like he's bought <laughs> in. So for me, I, I'm not going to lie, man. I think Sean kind of left everybody in the building with their hands, you know, kind of in their lap. Like, what, what the hell just happened? I I couldn't agree with you more. I, I honestly think there's a still a feeling they're like, I'm sorry, you're doing what? <laughs> I just, exactly. I, I honestly do that. I'm like, I always feel like Mickey be like, you know, you, you could have, you know, given me a little heads up. I would have done an exit pass strategy. I would have, you know, I mean, I, um, at the same time, I yeah, yeah, man. I, I look. This is going to be an interesting decision, but yet again, I, I think this team can win, Brian. I really do. So do I, and I think Doug Peterson might be the guy to lead the team and also keep the team intact to a certain degree. If he's hired, I don't think you need to have a new defensive coordinator. I no. think Dennis Allen may stay on for a year to say, you know what, we've got a ready-made team. I know this defense. We can coach it. I'm good with Doug Peterson. That's Sean's friend. That's you know, we, we kind of have a mutual relationship in that situation. I don't think Dennis Allen is a foregone conclusion depending on who's the higher at, at, at coach. Yep, I agree with you. And don't forget Chris Richard's there as well. You could elevate him to defensive coordinator. Zimmer's out there, as you mentioned, if Allen decides, you know, I don't, I don't like this and has hard feelings. Either way, we'll see what takes place here as well. Let me ask you this, and then I'll let you go, sir. Would you take that Texans job? It's apparently Brian Flores is a finalist. Um that that almost seems like whoever gets that. I mean, poor Cully. That guy had no shot over there last year. And he won four games. So, um, what would you, who would want that job right now? I would think anybody who takes the Texas job is looking for a paycheck because you're not going to be there long term. So, if you want to be David Cully and get you know 17 million to coach for one year and walk out the door and go back and be a, you know coordinator or some type of role playing coach, go for it. But if you're looking to be seriously considered an NFL head coach and possibly, you know, win games, you're not going to do it there because the franchise is not going to, you know, give you the assets needed. They are seriously at this point considering, what, is it Josh or Luke McCown? One of the McCown brothers Josh who's McCown. basically a, a high school quarterback coach, if I'm not mistaken. That's <laughs> their serious consideration right now. Josh McCown. Yeah, I, I can't do it. I, yeah. I can't do it. If that's, any, you know what? Hell, the Texans can hire me. I'll coach them for a year. They don't even have to pay me the millions they were going to pay any NFL coach. I can get the same amount of plays wrong. <laughs> so what I'm saying, I do the same thing. My, your press conferences would be good. It'd be very Tomlin-like, I think. What, oh, thinking, no, I'd be, I'd be way better than Tomlin. Look, we, if, if you let me coach the Texans, I can guarantee you two things. We're going to win the game with a fight. One of the two, we're winning them. 
We ain't losing both. I, I do I know you would not be you would be not be Belichick like. You definitely would not be not, Bill not Belichick. Not at all. No, it's uh, not. Uh. It's not going to be on the Cincinnati. It's going to be next time I see him. It's on site. <laughs> it would be very Must entertaining. Be Let me tell you what. It'd be the most entertaining, winless or one win team ever. ever, ever, ever in the history of the sport. I go. I go in the Hall of Fame for sure. Yeah, he only talked for a few games because he kicked the referee in the face. But hey. It was good while it lasted. Hey, exactly right. And you know what? In this day and age, Brian, you get a TV analyst job afterwards. Easily. <laughs> Thank you, bud. Appreciate the time. Stay safe on that rig. You got it, my brother. Take care. <laughs> As always, appreciate it. Brian, who's now on my highway, who's actually driving out west. Um, quick break. When we come back, I see the phone's ringing. We'll keep him up. Let's keep him going. Again, that's why I only wanted a guest an hour. To have a little fun. Um, give me your thoughts on our question of the day. You think now that Sean Payton is gone, does that quarterback situation change? I think most of us do sort of feel that way. We've had some very interesting back and forth. Do you go with Dennis Allen? Do you go with someone else? These seem to be the finalists. Plus, Nick Underhill, New Orleans, that football says there's possibly one other candidate. Who would you like that one other candidate to be that you haven't heard be interviewed yet by the Saints? The Sports Hangover at ESPN New Orleans. At Thibodeau Regional, we're proud to announce we've received Health Grades 2017 Outstanding Patient Experience and Patient Safety Excellence Awards. Once more, we're the only hospital in Louisiana to achieve both awards four years in a row. Why should this matter? Because it confirms two things our commitment to quality and your satisfaction. Both very important when it comes to your family's health care. Thibodeau Regional, once again recognized by Health Grades for providing outstanding quality care. For more info, go to Thibodeau.com. The job search can be a frustrating journey filled with long, lonely hours on a computer and countless attempts to get noticed by employers. ZipRecruiter gets it. No one wants to feel alone in their job search. That's why ZipRecruiter's AI does so much of the work for you. They save you time by sending you jobs you can apply for with one click, and they pitch your profile to employers. So you stand out. Job seekers, feel the love. Sign up for free at ZipRecruiter.com. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com. Welcome to Allstate, where saving on your auto insurance is kind of like a joyride. You, your car, and an open road. Maybe your best friend, too. The music is chill, and so is the traffic. You and your friend both look over at each other. And then he puts his head back out the window. Allstate. Here, better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Click, call, or visit Allstate.com to save today. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit National guard.com to find out more sponsored by the louisiana army national guard aired by the louisiana association of broadcasters and this station got a hot take everybody listen up let's hear it call us at 800-998-1003 answer that phone or tweet us at espn radio nola now back to the sports hangover with gus cattengill for brian so Mile High Out West heading over there. 17 degrees. As that line that we're getting here goes all the way from basically the bottom part of Tejas. 
all the way to my sister is in Vermont, further out as well. Ice accumulating in a lot of areas, knocking out power, causing damage. Yikes. As uh, Oh, by the way, you know who else is heading to Denver? Your New Orleans Pelicans. The graph letting me know they're on their way to the airport. Hold on. Would be my uh, friendly advice to you. <laughs> the plane uh, will be taking off here in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, feels like 17. That's all. No big deal. Craig, thank you for giving us a call here on the Sports Hangover, sir. How are you this afternoon? Hey, Gus, I'm doing all right. Uh, raining down in the home area and all over here. Uh, Gus, this is the reason why I'm calling today. I, I, I just checked my emails earlier uh, at a stop that I made, and I got an uh, email from uh, some little radio station on the AM dial out of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, uh, the Saints are going to play in London next year. Nick and Underhill mentioned that yesterday. The that article, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, they said the league notified them. But this is the problem that I've got with it, Gus. They're saying it's going to be a division game. It's and it's going to be a home game, you know. Yes. you're losing why, a home Why game. would the yes. NFL make a division game and to force a team to lose a home game, you know, with the advantage you get for playing at home against a division opponent? I, I just don't see the logic in it. Is it, is it just because it's the Saints? Once again, again, bud, I, it, it's going to be really hard in this neck of the woods to get people to believe that uh, there isn't some sort of thing and some issue. Um, all right, so these are your home games next year. At least it's a division game. And the reason I say that is, you know, look, I, is it Atlanta? Is it Tampa? Is it Carolina? Um, hopefully it's the Panthers. Because um, the other home games are Baltimore. Who doesn't want to see Lamar Jackson? Uh, Cincinnati could be the defending Super Bowl winning Cincinnati Bengals. Vegas comes to town. Oh, the Rams are in town. The Vikings are in town and Seattle. So at least you'll see those games, you know? Well, it, it clearly said it's supposed to be a division opponent. Yeah. So. Uh, that, that's the way my understanding is. But anyway, guys, I mean, it's something to ponder and, and think. I guess we'll see. But look, one other thing. You know, we're all talking about the quarterback situation. I called you a couple of days ago. Yeah. Kind of gave you my feelings on it and everything. I, I just, earlier, you know, I Googled, you know, the top quarterbacks for the 2023 draft. Everything right now is projected that Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud is going to be the first two picks in the draft next year. Now, look, it's got a long way to go. That's not set in stone. I understand that. But, you know, and but I'm going to throw a name out there and I'm going to ask you and the listeners to go out there and just go on YouTube and check out the highlights on this guy. Quarterback from Fresno State. His name is Jake Hainer, H-A-E-N-E-R. Guy's impressive, uh, Gus, and he's kind of ranked. Maybe they, they throw in Spencer Rattler in as a wild card uh, to be possibly that third quarterback if he corrects whatever issues he has, and they got Hainer right there behind him. Sure. And I'm just telling you, as, as, as a, as this guy's impressive. Ah, you don't want to be in a position to draft Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud because it means you'd have one of the first two picks in the draft, barring a trade. But I'm just inviting you. Know, I just think the quarterback crop is so much better next year. I think we – now, look, if you can get a Kenny Pickett or Matt Corral or someone like that in the second round and you right. feel like you're getting some value this year, 
I wouldn't be opposed to that. But I just can't see spending that first-round pick on a, on a quarterback on this year's crop, so to speak. Yeah, look, uh, Pickett's got that experience. I just I don't know if they're going to last. I, even though they're projected, talent-wise, they're just projected earlier, right? McShay and um, Mel Kuyper. McShay has Corral to the Saints. Kuyper has Pickett to the Saints. I don't think they're there at 18 just because I just think at the end of the day, man, one coach, one team is going to get a loyancy. They're just going to get a loyancy. Yeah, right? people they didn't, get didn't have a quarterback. Well, let me ask you this. Look, the Texans are third. Do they go quarterback? They don't even know what their quarterback is, right? I mean, do, do they do that? Do they go quarterback? Um, at number four, the Jets, they don't need one. The Giants, they're going to stick well, with Daniel Jones. At six, uh-huh. the Panthers. Does Matt Rule pull the trigger and go get like Malik Willis or go get somebody – New. They're not in love with Darnold. They're not in love with Darnold, right? So that's seven. The Falcons are at eight. Noodle arm is ancient. Do they go get that replacement? Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, if they, if, if a quarterback gets past, I think those two teams, look, Denver, they're nine. Do they go quarterback? Washington at 11, they need a quarterback. So, I, I just I I just don't think it's gonna be there at eighteen for the Saints for me for me, um, I of them all I like Corral I I just especially the way they spoke about him and his leadership and his toughness look he's got mobility uh, I probably wouldn't like them to run nearly as much as he did in college the guy's got a cannon you saw growth in his college days reading the defense and all that but um, again. I, I've said this several times. To me, what is sensical, get Jameis, use those draft picks, get but, yourself a stud receiver, Traylon yeah. Burks to go with Michael Thomas or a, your, your left tackle, or you move, you know, ram check the left and get a right. To, like, that's what I would do with my first because, like you're saying, there's not something that just whoosh, slaps you in your face and goes, that's a Joe Burrow. That's a Josh Allen. Well, that's a, you know, so. I need, I need to, and if I'm going to invest in a quarterback in the future, Gus, I got to invest with somebody that I think has a higher ceiling than Pickett or Corral. And I'm not saying those guys can't be decent pros, but I'm just, I just feel like the ceiling's just not high enough there for me. Right. But look, uh, I, 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 you know, we've got a long way. We got a ways to go before the draft and everything. I just wanted to, you know, I'm just encouraging you. Go out and check this guy from Fresno State next year's draft. I, I demand, I mean, all, everything you read about him looks good. I mean, the arm strength. Sure. He look, his highlights look more, a lot more impressive to me than Kenny Pickett's highlights did. But look, I want to throw a sleeper name out there in the draft. And this okay. guy's a wide receiver and he's going to be in the senior bowl. And I looked at the tape on this guy and, uh, small, smaller college guy named, I think it's Christian Watson. A six-four wide receiver from North Dakota State. And he's, I think he's in the Senior Bowl. The guy can—he—he's a Marcus Colston with speed. This guy oh. actually has deep speed and yard after the catch ability okay. at six-four. And uh, I'm just encouraging these uh, anybody out there. Look at look, look at this guy too as a, as a sleeper. I, I just see man, this guy's this guy's just really showed me a lot in the highlights and everything that I'm reading about him and. Uh, check up on the senior bowl practices and all too, and uh, you know you'll get a little info on him and all that. So I just want to for throw sure. that out there for no, you know, I appreciate all the it, fans. Man. 
No, it's good, man. Now, look, it's always you got time. Let's uh, let's start looking at some pieces in here. Look, they've been pretty good. Jeff Ireland interviewed, but still with the Saints. That's going to help with the draft there as well. And whatever new coach decides, um, you know what where they want to go. But again, I don't think the Saints are that far off. That's just me. Thank you, Craig. Appreciate good, the phone good, call, good. bud. Yeah, go ahead. All right, thank you. Um, go ahead. All right, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. Um, got to hit the break. We come back, Jimmy. We'll take your phone calls as well. It's the sports hangover in your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Is it COVID? Is it the flu? Or another type of respiratory illness? Looking for a flu or COVID vaccine offered in the evenings or on weekends? Lady of the Sea After Hours is reopening on Monday, January 10th. Our staff of healthcare providers are here for you Monday through Friday from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Walk-ins welcome. No appointments necessary. Located directly in front of the hospital on West 134th Place in Cutoff. When you're shopping at Rouse's Markets this time of year and you walk past the bakery, it smells so good. That warm smell of gourmet cinnamon dough is Rouse's Markets King Cake Dough. Rouse's Markets makes their king cakes fresh throughout the day. The whole bakery just smells like Mardi Gras. Get your Rouse's Markets King Cake in store or ship anywhere in the continental U.S. at Rouse's.com. There are so many flavors to choose from. Rouse's Markets feels like home. At Thibodeau Regional, we're proud to announce we've received Health Grades 2017 Outstanding Patient Experience and Patient Safety Excellence Awards. What's more, we're the only hospital in Louisiana to achieve both awards four years in a row. Why should this matter? Because it confirms two things. Our commitment to quality and your satisfaction. Both very important when it comes to your family's health care. Thibodeau Regional. Once again, recognized by Health Grades for providing outstanding quality care. For more info, go to Thibodeau.com. Welcome back. The rain falling pretty good. Over in Metairie and in the city and in the surrounding area. So be careful out there. Yourselves a little extra time. It's going to be like that pretty much throughout the evening as well, including drive time and when you pick up the kitties. So be careful. Take your time. Go slow. And you, you, you should know this already, right? Roads that accumulate water, like railroad underpasses, <laughs> they're probably filling with water right now. It has been pouring most of the day. 800-998-1003. If you'd like to chime into our question of the day with Sean Payton stepping down, does your outlook or process and decision at quarterback change 
And I, I think it does, because obviously if he was still here, you'd be in play perhaps for different type of quarterbacks. Other quarterbacks around the league that would be veterans may want to come here because of Sean Payton. And you don't even know your quarter or your head coaches right now. So I, I do think it changes a bit. Jimmy, thank you for giving us a call here in the Sports Hangover, bud. How are you? Hey, how's it going, Gus? Doing well, man. All right. Yeah, I would say, you know, had he stayed, I would have said because of his age and him being here so long, I was going to be like, you know what, I don't see him drafting a quarterback. Him being a former quarterback himself and having had Drew Brees kind of to fall back on for years. Right. I, I think he would have been frustrated trying to groom a young guy. You know, even though he put up with it this year with four different guys. Um, I, you know, if, if Dennis Allen's the coach, I think that he has, he'll have a tendency to be like, you know what, we need offense. I don't know anything about it, uh, Loomis or Ireland. My question to you is this. How much – okay, we saw the success Sean Payton had uh, when he was here with Loomis and Ireland and this and that with these undrafted guys like Pierre Thomas and mm-hmm. late-round guys like Colston and all that kind of Lance Moore. Was that more so, you think, Sean Payton, or was it Loomis, or Ireland, or what was or Because, look, we, he was able, like the previous caller was saying about these diamonds in the rough, we won't know until it's draft day and they fall down to us here and there, like a Plinko chip. We won't know. Right. But they had a, a uncanny knack to find these diamonds in the rough. Um, I, I will say this with the quarterback situation, Gus. I know a lot of people are talking about Jameis Winston, but, I mean, the free agent market at quarterbacks, kind of bare i mean supposedly brady's retired i don't foresee that sticking i think i think he's going to come back right. in the summertime at some point i don't see him going out that way Who? but if it is the case brady, brady. yeah you saw the video of him throwing a pass to um yeah i mean this is to he's a total narcissist. Of, of course he's coming back <laughs> no he retired he already announced that he retired I understand that, but it's like Rocky Four, Rocky Five. Like, come on! <laughs> you think he's coming back? I I will say this: in that video where they just showed it on ESPN, he's on a yacht and he throws a strike from the deck of oh, a yacht wow. to um, Bendit like Beckham's son. Right? He's on a jet ski and he throws a bullet while the jet ski is moving. Uh-huh, Look at that yeah. video if you pull right. it up. He's on, definitely on... coming back. Wait, look, I don't listen know. to me. Here's uh-huh. here's what's interesting. His left leg is in a black neoprene sleeve. I wonder if he had a little cleanup procedure on that left knee. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's I mean, Because he's in back. shorts and a shirt on a yacht. Why would you have a neoprene sleeve? That's like one of the things you would put on your knee after, you know, a little cleanup procedure. Just saying. Exactly. And why would he do a surgery if he's not coming back? Look, I'm not saying Jameis is going to Tampa Bay again oh, no. because there's a spot open. Okay. But I think that the, the, there's a lot of demand for Jameis. Even though he's coming off an injury, he's young. There's not that many free agent quarterbacks out there. And how this uh, pertains to the Saints is, I think this, the Jameis fans out there, Saints fans, who want him back, they don't realize we're going to have to pay $12, $14 million for him a year. And are they going to want to do that? Well, um, you have to pay know, At some point in time, you're not going to have a quarterback for 5 bucks. You know, and I know that's not what you're saying, but at some point, somebody's uh, gonna have yeah, to pay. You know, you go, you go get Nick Mullins for five bucks, and congratulations to Larry Fedora, the new coach of Your the New Orleans, New Orleans Breakers. Breakers, and he's a Southern Miss guy. Yep. So, yeah, it, we, have all, hey, we have been efforting. We have been efforting to uh, to get him on. Trust me. Let, let me say, I'm finished with this. This has nothing to do with the Saints. Nikhil Alexander Walker has been. Uh, he is the Okay, he's a nice guy, I'm sure. He is the biggest 
liability I've seen on a Hornets or Pelicans team since Farouk Aminu or Amir Ashik. I'm not sure. Maybe you could talk about this tomorrow more or maybe later on tonight, uh, this afternoon. But Nikhil Alexander, we were in a close game the other night, uh, Gus, and he missed a wide-open layup. He shoots the ball. When he gets the ball, he does not pass it. He shoots the ball four seconds in the shot clock. He gets 20 points, 15 points a night, but when you look at his stats and his turnovers, his size, he's a liability on defense. We need to trade Nikhil Alexander-Walker ASAP because if we have any chance of making the playoffs, this guy, he, he, I'm sure he's a nice guy. Yeah. He's a total liability. If we could trade this guy for a bag of Zap chips, I'd do it today. So I'm just going to I'm bring that up because I am a Pelicans fan. But sure. we're going to see. If Matt Corral falls down to us, though, Gus, I'm all in. I think that's a good choice. I, I like him. I really do. I honestly do. If you watch some of those games and you watch his growth um, – from maturity to you name it, I, I think uh, he's shown a little something. Eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three. It is pouring outside. Roy, thank you for giving us. Is this is this Roy Super Dolphin fan, Roy? Hello, Roy. Hello. Hey, bud. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Uh, how you feeling? How are you feeling? How how are you doing over there? Your your entire world's been turned upside down here, buddy. Um, I don't even know where to start with you. I mean, because you are a season ticket holder, you fly to Miami from New Orleans every home game. What make you of the allegations from Brian Flores, your former head coach, that you were paying for games that they were getting paid to lose? Now here's here's the thing I have to say about that. Okay. Now this happened in 2019. Mm-hmm. So if it was about integrity, why stay with the team for two more years? You stayed there. You could have easily, like, after that season's over, you could have quit. You could have left and then brought that out. Then that would be understandable. But you waited two more years to say anything, if it's true or not. I mean, you'd be mad because he fired you. Now, he, he did a bad job as a head coach because a head coach was to communicate with his staff, and he wasn't doing that. So Ross saw that. Uh, and uh, Chris Greer saw that, so they had to they had to part ways. Um, I think it's more of a fact that he was upset that Bill Belichick texted him about the Giants' job before he even found out about it because he didn't get a chance to get an interview, which I understand his point. But I just think he's trying to like he's salty against the Dolphins. He's trying to like mess old just messes up. What did you make out of the allegations, and not just that, and and just his tenure in Miami? I mean, you would know better than me. Or you're you're a Dolphin fan. Basically, um, he, I mean, the allegations he was making, it didn't make no sense to me. It really didn't. I mean, you went one and seven the, the, this year, and then you went eight and one with the same guy, with the same as that guy, and you weren't even communicating with the staff since Thanksgiving. So the guys are just winning, deals winning with or without you. So uh, I guess to prove a point. But then none of this came out about the allegations, about the about the hundred thousand uh, dollars uh, insinuation. I mean, uh, if, um, uh, fee to pay for losing the game. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just never heard of that. I mean, and they investigated they investigated that back because it was heard by they were trying they were trying to take the tour during that time. So what? So, so who's gonna who's I'm, gonna who's gonna be your head coach? 
Mike McDaniel. I see Mike McDaniel uh, being our head coach. And Mike McDaniel, like, they say it's a minority thing. Mike McDaniel is half black. He's biracial. So, so I'm like, so that's one thing they, they can't say about it. And, they, and the thing about the NFL, he said he wants change. And he's talking about there's not enough minority uh, head coaches. People tend to forget that Bruce Arians, his whole staff was minority. His whole staff, from his assistant on down, was minority. So... My thing is, if you are, if you're a head coach, right, and you're saying, and you're saying, hey, uh, and you're a black head coach, and you're doing a bad job, you're saying you should stay head coach so because you, you're a minority. If you're doing a bad job, you're gonna have to find somebody that's better. Black, white, Asian, Spanish, it don't matter. It just it's all about who does the better job, not the color of your skin. Well, uh, it'll be interesting to see where this lawsuit continues and goes. The Broncos released a statement saying um, that the allegation that they were disheveled and drunk was a, was false. And John Elway today released something saying, no, nah, it could have been because they, they were on the flight overnight and had about two hours of sleep to make the, the window. And he was uh, a little upset about it as being called disheveled. I might be looking yeah, at so- as disheveled right now the way I'm sitting in the studio. I'm just being honest with you. So, so my thing is, if, if it's about integrity with Brian Flores, why wasn't it about integrity when you was with the Patriots when the deflate gate and spy gate was going on? That's what I'm, that's what I'm confused about. All right, look, I got so, 30 seconds. I got 30 seconds to the top of the hour, and you keep texting me that I'm wrong. The Saints are not <laughs> going to win the division. Why? Who's winning it? I, if, Oh, here we go. Well, I can't exactly taking what you just said. If it can't be anybody, I'm saying it can be the same. Thank you, Roy. Appreciate the phone call, Jack. I'll come to you in three minutes. The sports hangover on ESPN.